Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. It's on to the state semifinals for the Upper football team. Basketball season is underway. What's in store for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers this season? And the Clay County boys look for an encore of their state title season of a year ago. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. Welcome to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville on a Saturday morning for the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We'll talk some football today. The Upperman Bees are still going in the Class 4A state playoffs. Big win for Upperman last night. They travel down to Chattanooga. Take care of business against Red Bank, 42-28. We'll talk to head coach Adam Kane coming up around 9.30 this morning. Otherwise, folks, basketball season is here in the Upper Cumberland. We'll be talking a little Cookville Lady Cavs basketball here in just a few moments. Coach Jamie Gillis is here with some of the members of the Cookville girls basketball team. Uh, some scores from Friday night around the Upper Cumberland in basketball, kind of a light night as football does kind of wrap up and uh, basketball starts to ramp up and girls play last night speaking of cookville a nice win at knoxville webb 48 to 44 cassie gallagher scores 18 points in the win for the cavaliers clay county over east robertson last night 75 to 24 on the boys side it was clay county over east robertson 68 to 53 cookville in a tight ball game loses to knoxville webb 64 60 and white county over york institute 63 60 now the lack of games last night We'll not uh, transition over to today. Some 35-plus games will be played involving Upper Cumberland teams today in basketball all uh, throughout uh, the state of Tennessee, and we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on in the program. Right now we're ready to talk some Cookville girls basketball. Coach Jamie Gillis, good morning, and welcome to Chick-fil-A this morning. Good to have you with us, and uh, uh, a, a couple of good wins for your team to start the season. A, a nice win over Oakland earlier this week, the victory over Knoxville Webb. What's been your takeaways from your team thus, thus far through two games of the season? Well, first of all, thanks for having us. We are um, really excited to be here. Um, two two big wins, like you said, this this week. We, we took on Oakland Tuesday night at home, and um, – they come in in our we're in new classifications in TWSLA, so we are 4A. Started off with the 4A program at Oakland and and got the win then, and then we came out last night a little shaky. Uh, got down in the fourth quarter late, but found a way to come back and win. And um, I'm, I'm really happy with the start of our season. What's been the things that have stood out so far? And I know it's early and things change, especially in the early part of the season. But things that you see your team that you're really pleased with at this point. Well, defensively, we were playing really good. We held um, Oakland and Knox Webb in the 40s, which is which is very good because they're both um, big offensive teams. They've got they've both got good players on on each side. So um, defensively, we look really good. We're uh, you know offensively, we we've, we're working through some things and and trying to trying to get in a good uh, feel for each other. And you know, I've I've got a lot of returning players, but we lost four seniors. So it's just you know every year trying to get back in that the swing of things and. Learning your, you know, your new role, or, or you know, how we're gonna, how we're gonna do things this year, and sometimes we have to change up based on, you know, who's in and, and what's going on. So, so far, so good. I mean, we, they, my kids work hard in practice. We, we worked really hard in the weight room, um, in the in preseason, and 
Um, so they're, they're a fun team to coach, and, and they're very coachable. So I'm, I'm really excited about the upcoming season. Coach, most basketball coaches that I've talked to say it's been a whole lot easier preparing for this season than last year. Has that been the case? And, and I want to go back and speak about summer camps as well. Have you been able to get back to more of a regular routine-type schedule? Absolutely, we have. And, um, you know, with we still have COVID protocols in place, but being able to just have, you know, all your kids there in practice and not having to worry about, you know, what groups with what and how many, how, you know, who's not feeling well today. And, you know, we still we still take all those precautions. We, we take sickness very seriously. But it's been really nice to just be back in the gym and, and be somewhat back to normal. Um, and like you said, summer camps, we were actually able to play this summer. We were actually to have our, our preseason scrimmages, which we, we weren't able to have last year. So just to be able to get in the gym before you actually play that first game, kind of see where your team's at and, and things we need to work on, that was all helpful this year. Coach, we're going to bring your players over a little closer. I'm going to ask you one more question as they get kind of set up here. And in uh, talking about your team, who are some of the players that uh, you're looking to to step up in terms of leadership roles this year? Well, I've got five seniors um, this year on the squad, and, and three of them are here with us today, Bailey Gillis, Shay Cunningham, and Madison Brewer. Um, KK Graves and Emma Webb um, are also two seniors um, on our, in our squad. And, and then we've got Cassie Gallagher and Jordan Gillis, two juniors that have come back and, and do a lot of our scoring for us. They're, they're a big part of our team. So, you know, we, we've got some depth this year, and so that's good. Grace Ann Kelly um, and Isabel Garcia – have able to, been able to come in so far in the first two games and give us some, some good minutes. So um, personnel-wise, we're, we're pretty good. Let's get to uh, Bailey Gillis. We'll start with you, Bailey, and uh, thank you for joining us on the High School Playbook this morning. Bailey, what's got you most excited about the start of basketball season? Um, honestly, probably the fact that fans can come because we finally have a gym where everybody's there and we're not worried about tickets, sales, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's been really nice to have everybody back in the gym with us. Talk about the difference in that, in not having people in the gym, and, and kind of what that experience was like for you as a, you and your teammates as well. It definitely affects you a little bit. You know, when the gym's empty, it's quiet. But, you know, Cookville has a good student section. We get students in there, and they're loud, and we got fans, and people are like, come out to your game tomorrow, and I'm coming out to your game. He's a little more nervous, but, you know, it, it makes it more excited and pumped up and, you know. Does, does the coach sound a little louder when the gym is empty? <laughs> yes, we were just talking about that in practice on Wednesday. She was like, I feel like you guys can't hear me. And we were like, we can't. So we're working on getting a little louder. Shay Cunningham will bring you to our microphone next. And, uh, uh, Shay, the question I'll start out with you is, uh, what does it mean to, for you to be a senior and be a leader on this Cookville team this year? Just being able to, like, push other people to do what they need to do to help us and being able to be out there on the floor and be able to tell, like, show other people what we should do to be able to get things done. Expectations, things you would like to see for you as an individual, for your team as a whole to accomplish throughout the course of this season? Probably just to push each other more and being able to get everybody out there to be able to do everything they need to do. And uh, going back kind of to that empty full gym, when you've got that full gym and it's really rocking, Talk about what that makes you feel like inside as a player. It makes me feel good because everybody's there, everybody's watching. You know, you get to show everybody what you've got, and then they just, they're just there. Let's get to uh, Madison Brewer. She's up next. And uh, uh, Madison, what are you most excited about for the basketball season as a whole? I just think 
like Bailey said earlier, just being able to get back and play in the groove of things and um, really just being able to go play these different teams because we are in a new district this year. I'm really excited to see how this district is going to go. Getting through all the practices and beating up on each other and all that, how excited were you for that very first game when you get to go out and you're playing somebody else and uh, you finally get to play with one another instead of against one another? Oh, it was so exciting. We were all so pumped up in the locker room, and then after the game it was even more exciting after getting that first win. really felt good. What do you feel like this team can accomplish this year? How far can you go? I feel like we can go all the way. All I right. really do. Well, we wish you the best of luck. We're going to be pulling for you girls throughout the course of the season. Uh, Coach Gillis will bring you back to the microphone. And uh, the new district was mentioned. And I know some somewhat familiar faces, but this district is odd in that it's all Wilson County and Cookville. What's that going to be like for you, you think, this season? Well, I've, I've said, you know, all preseason, we're going to spend a lot of time on I-40. <laughs> um, but it's exciting. I mean, we, we bring in, you know, Mount Juliet and – and um, Wilson Central, they're they're both two storied programs. They've they've been to the state tournament many times. So being able to go into those those schools and play them, and Green Hill's a new addition to. The, I think they're only in their second year or maybe third year, but um, they'll they'll be a good matchup for us. And I've played Le- we played Lebanon since I've been at Cookville every year, and it it's a competitive, hard nosed, gritty game every single time. So we're really excited to to get to play them, and and you know, change is good. You know, new things are are always good and exciting, and so we're ready for it. What stands out about this team, one attribute, and maybe it's something that's off the court, uh, camaraderie or whatever it may be, but what attribute would you really point out and say, this team really has this in spades, so to speak? They work hard. They do. They their work ethic is is really good. They they listen. They they try to do everything that we as coaches ask them to do, uh, and and that's big. Mm-hmm. You know, and and my leadership is good. My from from the top, you know, I've got they come in and they work hard. So so my freshmen and sophomores they don't have a choice because right. they're going to follow that that strong work ethic and our, our good leadership. So. Uh, it, it's a, it's a like I said, they're a fun team to coach. We 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 have fun. We talk about that. If as much as we spend time together and in the gym, it ought to be fun. And um, so our, our practices are are light sometimes. Sometimes they're you know <laughs> not always light, but um, we, we we try to have fun. Coach, as you get set uh, for more games coming up through Thanksgiving, and of course, as, as some coaches will refer, the preseason before you get to district games, what are some things you want to work on and really have uh, a few kinks worked out in these areas before you do get to district play? We still have to work on just just persevering through when we have some possessions where we don't score. And so we, we've gone in the first two games, we've gone a few times where or even a couple quarters where we just kind of slows down and we, we don't have really have the momentum that we want going. So we've got to learn how to persevere through that and push through that and, and just um, find ways to score when we're struggling. Right. You know, and so um, it, we we haven't dealt with a lot of uh, foul trouble issues, but we, we, we want to make sure we, when whoever's in there and, and when I have different lineups that we know our role, we know what to do, we know where to be. And so, you know, that's just that's part of the process. And so, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm pleased where we are right now. We've got work to do, 
but I, I'm confident that these kids will, will put it in and, and, and will be successful. Well, Coach Gillis, I know it's going to be a fun and exciting season for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers. We're looking forward to talking to you more throughout the season and uh, seeing what this team can accomplish. Looking forward to some exciting things this year. Thank you so much. And, again, thanks for having us. Thank you for coming out. Cookville Lady Cavaliers coach Jamie Gillis along with Bailey Gillis, Shea Cunningham, and Madison Brewer, our guests this morning on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Timmy wins for defending Class 1A State Boys Champion Clay County this week. Coach Rob Edwards joins us by telephone this morning. Coach, you expect to have the target on your back every single night being the defending state champions. Yes, it does, Tom. Uh, you know, we, we talk about that from time to time. But uh, actually, you know, for, for a long time now in our program, our, our expectations have been the same, just to win every game that we can. And, and that's just what it is this year. So we're not, we're not approaching things any differently. But uh, there is a little bit different feeling about it. Has the preparation for the season been a, a little more loose this year after winning the state championship, or has the team approached it more business-like, wanting to get back to Murfreesboro and repeat as state champions? Well, like I said, nothing, nothing's changed as far as, as far as our program. Our expectations are still to win as many games as we can, and, and we've approached it that way. You know, we, uh, we lost the one senior in Gunner Silk, and so this summer we spent a lot of time really trying to figure out roles for these other guys that uh, that were going to step up and, and try to replace him. Um, and essentially that's uh, that's been the focus is just to uh, to find some somebody to replace Gunner and and uh, you know continue maintain uh, maintain what we've been doing with everybody else. Coach two wins this week as we mentioned over Cumberland County and East Robertson. How would you evaluate your team's performances in the first two games of the season? Well, we uh, Tom, we just got our football guys back. They uh, unfortunately lost last Friday to South Pitt, so we had one day of practice before we went to play Cumberland County. Uh, we missed a lot of a lot of easy shots that I think we would normally make, uh, and uh, that, that applied to last night as well. I think it's just going to take some time for those guys to get back in basketball rhythm. Um, but uh, you know, both Cumberland and East Robertson, uh, pretty good, pretty solid basketball teams. So uh, it's been a really good week for us. Ball bounced our way there at the end at Cumberland County, and we were fortunate to get out there with a win and last night against East Robertson. Uh, you know, same thing. We got down early, but uh, managed to managed to come back and uh, played a good second half and managed to finish off in the fourth quarter. I've got to go back to the game earlier in the week and uh, obviously talk about the performance by Grant Strong, the reigning Mr. Basketball. 44 points, 22 rebounds. Uh, that'll make your eyes pop out anyway, let alone in the first game of the season. It, it kind of evaluate Grant's performance and uh, just seemed like he was on fire right out of the gate Tuesday. He was. Uh, he missed his first couple shots, and, and he doesn't like missing shots, so he, <laughs> he kind, of took it, kind of took it personally. And, uh, and uh, you know, he uh, – I don't know what he had at halftime, to be honest with you. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, uh, one of the best individual performances that I've ever witnessed as a coach. You know, I had Tyreek there for a few years, and uh, – but Grant, uh, you know, Grant's, uh, uh, Grant can score the basketball. And uh, most of the time, most trips down Cumberland County have two guys on him, but they just couldn't do much with him. So, uh, you know, Grant's uh, he's, he's a once-in-a-lifetime player for a coach like me. So I'm, uh, I'm fortunate to have him, and he's been really good for our program. 
Coach Rob Edwards of the Clay County Bulldogs, our guest this morning on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. What drives Grant? What really motivates him to, to continue to take his game to another level and another level? Well, he just loves the game. You know, he loves the game, and, and he wants to wants to be successful at the next level. And um, I just think basically that's uh, that's what drives him. Uh, obviously, he wants to win at the high school level too, but uh, – I think ultimately his goal is to is to be be a contributor. Uh, of course, he's uh, he's committed to Tennessee Tech, and we're really excited about that around here that he stayed locally. So, so we'll be able to watch him uh, watch him grow through his college career and and uh, you know over there and, and help the Golden Eagles. You mentioned Gunnar Silk graduating this past year. Who are some other players that you're looking to to step up as leaders on and off the court and to have key roles for your team this year? Well, we try to get our leadership from our seniors. Of course, that's Grant, along with Jeff Spivey and Eli Smith. Those guys are – Eli and Jeff are going to, have to play a little bit bigger role on on both the offensive and the defensive end with Gunner gone. And um, we have uh, Jimmy Burchett is a junior that uh, is going to be starting for us, mostly at the one spot, but then sometimes, you know, when Grant's at the one, he'll be at the three. Uh, you know, he, he's a good on-ball defender. He had a great – a big steal the other night at Cumberland County. That I think the score was seventy to seventy, maybe or sixty-five, sixty-five. It's pretty close there at the end of the game. It's a big steal and layup, and and that's kind of he has a knack for that. He had the same same knack for big plays in football. So he's just a he's just a big play kind of guy, and we're looking for good things out of him. Coach, I know you've got a very solid, very good, talented basketball team back, but if there's an area or two that still kind of concerns you that you want to see improvement from as the season goes along, what would that be? Well, we've got to get shooting the ball better, um, and I think that's going to come as the season goes along. You know, We spend quite a bit of time in practice just shooting the ball. Uh, I think uh, right now that's the number one thing on my agenda is for us to get better uh, putting the ball in the basket. All across the board, not just uh, you know, not one or two guys, but everybody's got to shoot a little better. Um, I think the other thing is offensively. Sometimes we get in a little bit of a hurry. We got to be a little more patient, make the defense work, reverse the ball a couple times, get some ball moving, some people moving, and just uh, just have a little more patience on offense. Um, and there's always room to improve defensively. You know, we never going to shut anybody out in basketball, so there's always room to get a little bit better there. Well, Coach Rob Edwards, we're looking forward to an exciting season for Clay County, defending Class 1A state champions, and know you'll be right there in the running again this year. Looking forward to the season, and uh, good luck to you and the Bulldogs throughout the course of the season. All right. Thank you. Let's head down Interstate 40 to Smithville this morning. The DeKalb County Lady Tigers won their season opener at White House 60-54 earlier this week. Senior Katie Farrell, 34 points and 15 rebounds for the Lady Tigers. Coach Katie seems primed for a huge senior season. Coach Danny Fish, how impressed were you with her performance in Tuesday night's game? Uh, She was really good, Tom. I mean, you know, anytime we needed a bucket, we could go to her. Um, you know, got to the line like 15 times. But the biggest thing that I saw was her leadership grow. We all know that she can score the ball. I mean, coming into this year, she's a 1,400-point scorer. Um, you know, possibility to go close to 2,000, you know, possibly get, you know, 1,000 rebounds. I mean, that's, you know, unheard of in high school basketball or just any level of ball. But um, her leadership, you know, she's 
she's played the minutes, she's played the games, she's been in some good ones, she's been in some tough ones, and, uh, you know, we're so young and, you know, across the board that we're going to, you know, need that leadership from her to, uh, you know, help those other kids out. And I thought that was the biggest thing that she did last night. Yeah, we see the points, we see the rebounds, but, you know, you can't ever put a price tag on the intangibles of leadership within a within a unit. And, man, she really uh, – she really has stepped that up this year. Coach, you talked about your team having a lot of youth. Of the 16-person roster that you have, you've got 11 freshmen or sophomores, only three juniors and two seniors. Are there going to be some struggles, you think, this year with the youth of this basketball team? Yeah, there will be. I mean, uh, you know, trial by fire, you know, throw them in and, uh, you know, see what happens. But, you know, that's the way that they got to learn. But, you do it now, and hopefully, you know, further down the road in the season, it starts to pay off, starts to click, um, where you can be as, as good as you can possibly be in uh, February. Um, you know, it's just one of those years where we don't have a lot of upperclassmen, and even some of our upperclassmen not gotten a lot of time in years past. Um, so they're still learning on the fly, too. But, you know, that's why we got, you know, I think that we got some good leadership there with, uh, with Katie Farrell and Madison Martin, who's had some really gut minutes past year. And then Ella Van Branken, you know, she's a sophomore, but started every game last year. And, you know, she was 8AA freshman player of the year. So she's got some good minutes and knows some things, but she's still learning. And uh, I just hope that, uh, you know, we're prepared when we get into our district schedule. So we got, you know, seven, eight, nine games to figure some things out to, to, to help us put us in a better situation when we start our district play. You mentioned Ella Van Branken and starting every game as a freshman last year. What have you seen the biggest differences in her game as she moves into her sophomore year? Well, she's kind of in that uh, that stage of, you know, we've talked about it as a freshman. Nobody really knows you, knows what you can do. And then, you know, then you gotta, then you got to learn how to, um, you know, do opposite of what team's game plan is now they're game planning for you you know so you got to figure out what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are and try to try to steer your game towards your strengths while improving your weaknesses you know Ella I think the the thing that she's gotten a lot better you know she was real frail last year you know she's a slim drink of water tall drink of water whatever you want to call it she's about five nine but she's only about 125 pounds and uh, but she's took that 125 pounds this year, and she's hit the weight room in the fall and in the summer. And in between her cross country, you know, she's placed in cross country this year at state. In the springtime, she runs track at Warren County because we don't have track here. And she placed in the state there. So, you know, as far as, like, conditioning-wise, she's probably in the best shape of anybody on the floor any night. Uh, but, you know, her frailty and, you know, just that body development and that um, – uh, strength development that's where she's grown the most i think she's shooting the ball at a good pace and a good volume good percentage um you know learning how to take a good shot and understanding what shot selection i think is you know strength and shot selection is the things that she's probably improved the most on this year thus far we're speaking with the cab county head basketball coach danny fish about his lady tiger program coach the district, I mean, you go from 8AA where you're already battling defending state champion Macon County, Upperman, Livingston, Cannon County, the list goes on and on, and they move you up into 3A, into 7-3A, and you keep making Upperman, Livingston. Now White County's there, Cumberland County's there, Stone Memorial's there. Is it just out of the frying pan into the fire, so to speak, uh, moving from 7AA, or 8AA, I should say, to 7-3A? 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, we thought we had a tough district before and we just kind of stepped it up a notch, um, you know, but we're up for the challenge. Uh, we accepted the challenge. I mean, there's nothing that we can do about it but prepare for it. And, uh, you know, I, I've always been a big believer that, you know, you, you'll you rise to the occasion, you know, by playing good competition. That's what I always say, you know, beef up your schedule so that you're tested, you know. And, you know, we, we keep our eye on the prize here because we talk about February all the time. Really, to be honest with you, all of these are exhibition games until we get to them because, the, you know, the – the postseason is what really matters to everybody. Um, you know, the year that we went to the state, we were a four seed in the district or three seed in the district tournament, four seed going into the region, you know, and end up in the borough. So that's, you know, what our goals are this year. Uh, same as every year. And uh, hopefully, you know, because we play in such a tough district, if we can get out of the district into the region, we're going to be very well prepared to go to the next step. Um, and I think that's what our district does. And I think that across the board in our district, man, we have good players in Upper Cumberland, especially in this district. Uh, we have great coaches. So you're going to have to, you know, be on your game every night as a player and myself as a coach because I never want to uh, get out coached by another coach. And I want to be able to uh, put my kids in the right position to win the games, um, you know, and it's just tough all the way around. But, Man, it's going to be some some good battles. It's going to be some great games. It's going to be some packed houses, and you know we're just excited and you know for the opportunity. It'll definitely be a tough and competitive district. One that's going to be, I, I would dare say, the most fun girls district to watch in the state of Tennessee, let alone in the Upper Cumberland. It'll be a lot of fun, and DeKalb County is going to be right in the thick of it. Coach Danny Fish, head coach of the DeKalb County Lady Tigers, joining us today. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Yeah, I appreciate you, Tom. Thank you for all you do for us. It's on to the state semifinals in Class 4A for the Upperman Bees. We will talk to head coach Adam Kane about that when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The high school football playoffs continued on Friday night as teams across the state of Tennessee moved into the quarterfinal round of the postseason. And the Upperman Bees, one of those teams, is Upperman. Traveled down to Chattanooga last night to play longtime playoff nemesis Red Bank. Upperman coming away with a 42-28 victory last night. The Bees had to rally in the fourth quarter, did so by outscoring Red Bank 21 to nothing in that fourth quarter. Opperman controlled the football the majority of the game last night. Time of possession in favor of Opperman, 35 minutes, 17 seconds to 12 minutes and 43 seconds for Red Bank. What that led to was Opperman being able to run a double number of plays than Red Bank. The Bees with 72 plays from scrimmage for 498 yards, an average brought at 7 yards per play. Red Bank only 36 plays from scrimmage, 333 total yards, 9.3 yards per play. A big night rushing the football for Upperman. They carry the football a total of 62 times last night for 434 yards, an average of 7 yards per rush. Two of the Bees running backs, Terrence Dedman, had 18 carries for 178 yards, while Jackson Rollins with 27 carries, 172 yards, and four touchdowns in the game. Big win for Opperman 
on to the state semis, 42 to 28. Coach Adam Kane joining us this morning on the high school playbook from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Coach, two things immediately stood out from me in going back and reviewing. Time of possession and the fact that it was a two-to-one edge in total number of plays Upperman over Red Bank, was that kind of by design or did it just kind of happen that way? Um, <clears throat> I don't know that I'm smart enough um, to, to think that, you know, that was probably going to be a key to the, to the game. Um, so, no, it really wasn't by design. Um, you know, when you get these uh, kind of out-of-regional matchups um, – this deep in the playoffs i think both coaching staffs kind of really are unsure what to expect i mean you know we we watch film we prepare we we think we know what but in terms of the individual physical matchups we really don't know how they're going to work and um so it's very interesting um you know this is the third time in four years we've met up with red bank um in in the playoffs the first time around we uh 2018 we were kind of able to you know establish our physicality um i didn't i I remember thinking i don't i don't know that we'll be able to um but we did and we, we scored 50 points against them. The next time in 2019, I, for some reason, expected that we would be able to run the football and control the clock and do all that stuff. And, and we weren't able to at all that year. Right. You know, I don't even think we rushed for 100 yards. Um, really didn't know what to expect. Um, I knew my guys would play hard. They're, they're very competitive kids. Um. But as it turned out, you know, we needed every bit of that run game. And, uh, you know, I felt like uh, my offensive line, you know, stepped up to the challenge, especially when, uh, you know, when Ty went down, I think they realized, you know, and it wasn't anything I said or anything, but I think they all realized we got to get this thing done on the ground. And, um, you know, and we we got some good runners and, uh, you know, Rollins and Terrence and, and those guys, and, and even John Rushing, you know, added a, a good bit of rushing for us. So um, it wasn't what I fully expected. Um, it is how I like to play. Mm. That's the style of play we like to play. Um, but, you know, 72 offensive plays and over 400 yards rushing, really a, a dominant performance by the offense. Coach, that fourth quarter, you outscore them 21 nothing, and you mentioned your offensive line. I mean, it, it seems that you were able to really take command of the game in that fourth quarter. What happened there? Uh, again, um, the thing that's uh, really neat about this team is, you know, there, there's always going to come that point in time in the game where it's either – it's either going to be quitting time or winning time. And, um, you know, my guys have – even in the game where we, we lost against Fayetteville, they really play with a sense of urgency at that point in the game. And I, and I think we realized it, um, you know, fourth quarter last night, it's time to put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and we, we had that urgent feeling. Um, and I think we were able to 
make enough kind of big plays, kind of surprise plays in the past game to, you know, I know what it's like, you know, sending all your defensive guys, all your bodies to try to stop the run game Mm -hmm. and then get a ball thrown over your head. It's very deflating. Um, And I could tell that those couple passes we completed uh, really had an impact on them and their morale. Um, and it's just troubling when you, when, when you, you know, when you have that feeling that I don't know that we can ever stop them. And so, you know, we had that confidence in our back pocket, and uh, I don't think it's any secret to say we've been a third and fourth quarter team all year. So, is a good time to, you know, they went up seven, and uh, it was a good time for us to, you know, make, uh, make a stand, and, and I'm proud of them for doing that. Update on Ty's status. Is there anything you can tell us this morning about uh, him moving forward? Well, yeah, I mean, they they went to the hospital there in Chattanooga and had him checked out, and um, I think they they um, he I think he passed all the concussion stuff. Um, so I'm hoping I'm hoping he'll be a full participant this week. Coach, you got a big, another big game. Every game's big, of course. Yeah. Once you start getting deeper and deeper into the playoffs, it's Elizabethan. Uh, they get a little vengeance on Greenville last mm-hmm. night, and uh, two very good teams going head to head there. And it's another challenge for you. What do you know about them right now? Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, you know, I know they're the two-time defending 4A state champs. Um, it seems like there's always a, a a monster waiting on us in the. <laughs> in the semifinals, uh, no matter what division we're in. Um, I, you know, I, I know the coach a little bit. We work together in an all-star game. Um, I think he runs a really disciplined program. Um, I've heard some chatter about how good the quarterback is. Um, I have not – I'm just in the process right now of, uh, of uh, exchanging films and trying to gather films and um, – so we'll look at them. We'll, we'll we'll try to, you know, figure out, you know, what things we need to be ready for, and and what things hopefully we can do to, you know, to have an impact in the ball game. Um, at this point, early Saturday morning, I'm just glad to to still be alive. <laughs> Probably glad to be awake after yeah. making that long trip down yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a long trip. You know, on those yellow school buses, get kind of. <laughs> uncomfortable at times so and not even good for sleeping on the ride home I, no and i and i tried on the way down and on the way home and it, it was just my back was not having it and so uh but at least we got to come back on a win coach as i look at some of the players and their performances you mentioned deadman and uh rollins both i think they combined for 350 yards last night rollins has five tackles on defense yeah. shanks another good game mcclellan has a sack and a half and some tackles last night it just seems like this group th- this leadership group is really bonded together and they're they're motivated they're driven do you just really see that from this core of leaders on your team without question yeah um again very competitive guys um you know it, it's I'm not trying to say this is um, a great thing, but it, it's it's somewhat necessary in the sport of football. I mean, we have little dust-ups and fights and altercations in practice, and that means 
you know, it, number one, it means a lot to them, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and they want to be good. They want to be the best, and they don't want to be showed up. And so those are important traits to have. I think that was missing a little bit last year. Um, you know, the the Terrence and, and Jackson Rollins thing is really becoming a one-two punch there at tailback. Um Different styles, you know, different styles of running, which helps. I, you know, I know as a defensive coordinator, it, it you want to know where that ball carrier is going to be, right? Um, you know, and and so I do think that gives us a little bit of a, you know, advantage because Terrence is going to hit the hole a little bit different than than Jackson, and. Uh, and they're uh, best of friends, and and you know the cool thing is I I don't I never get a sense that there's any kind of you know jealousy over who's touching the ball, and and that's not just with them. I mean that's with Ty, with with uh, the receivers, with anybody. I know everybody wants to touch it every play, but um, you know this this is a. This has been a really uh, fun team because they, I, I think they play for each other and I think they love each other. So, um, and then on the defensive side, I think what's what gets lost in the victory is, you know, we gave up 28 points, which is which is not really uh, what we do. Right. Um, but we were square. Where the coaches hold their pre and post game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Back to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Sorry for the uh, uh, drop out there, Coach. Coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees joining us here. Coach, again, the, the Bees a winner last night at Chattanooga over Red Bank, 42-28, on to the semifinal round. Uh, Coach Kane, just very excited that you're still playing on Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, I know you're excited. The team is excited, and, uh, man, we just wish you all the best of luck next weekend. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you having me out here, and, um, you know, hopefully um, – we, you know, I told him last night on the bus. We get this. Uh, this train's got two more stops. So, um, you know, it w- a really good team. You know, obviously the two-time defending state champs uh, in four A. Um. So hopefully we can get it. You know, get it together and uh, be competitive. Get. You know, the big thing, get competitive in the game, mm-hmm. get in in the second half, and, and that's when we kind of do our thing. So, you know, I'd love to see us be able to do that. Coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Let's shift gears back to basketball. Let's head down the road to Monterey. Boy, it was a wild season opener for the Monterey Wildcat basketball team under first-year head coach Linus Martin Thursday night as they lost at Wartburg 80-78 to in overtime. Coach Martin joining us on the High School Playbook. Coach, what all happened during this wild night in Wartburg? Well, it's a wild, chaotic night. I felt like we were battling the elements to begin with, uh, with the crowd, uh, the the referees. It was a tough situation. It's it's probably as tough as I've seen in a long time I've been in coaching when I felt like I walked into a gym and you you were if you won you were going to beat all odds and we about dang dang near did it. Uh, we went in the game shorthanded. We uh, three of our probably six to seven top kids uh, were out, so we probably played some kids that don't normally probably wouldn't play down the road. 
Uh, we pushed them into that that position to get the opportunity to play. Uh, looked all right at times. Looked bad a lot of times. Uh, didn't do a lot of things well. Didn't take care of the basketball. That was probably the biggest disappointment. Uh, got in bad foul trouble. I mean, I never play kids when they get two. And we went to halftime last night with one kid with four, three kids with three. And, you know, you just see where we were battling with the number of fouls that were being called. And uh, we weren't pressing. Uh, they were full court man, run and jump. And it was just a wild situation uh, that went on last night. And so we had to keep those kids in to, to not really get run out of the gym because we were playing so bad and kept it to 14 and a half. I told the kids when we went in, if we could stay out of foul trouble and just take care of the ball and finish around the rim, uh, we could win this game. I didn't have any doubt that we could. And sure enough, we called back. We called back, and we ended up taking the lead in the fourth. Got down, I think we got up down one. They went to the line with about 10 seconds. They hit both. And the only three we hit for the whole game, I want to think, we were about one of 22 from three-point line. We were bad from the free throw line. Uh, we had committed almost, I want to think, 40 fouls to their 20 uh, free throws. Our best kick was 410 down the line at the end, and it was just it was a tough stretch. But uh, Brandon Dillon made a big three at the buzzer to send it to overtime. Uh, we get one of our first leads by two or three in overtime. Uh, it comes back again. It goes all the way down to the end of the game. Uh, we're at the line, I want to think, down one. Uh, yeah, I think it was 78-77, shooting two. We made one or two. Uh, we had some kids that, like I said, don't normally play, and we pressed and ended up giving up a layup to end the game. They probably scored a layup with about four seconds to go. Uh, you know, I think we had a shot from about half court, got it in quick, missed it. But uh, kids fought hard. I told them they were resilient, you know, for the situation and the odds that were going against them. I think there was about four fan ejections. I've never seen anything like it in a long time. Wow. So it was like, welcome back to basketball for me. <laughs> and I was like, man, I just, I guess I haven't been East Tennessee way to, to see the officiate, and I've kind of been warned. But, man, I've, if I've ever seen us just it, it, tough odds, and that's not the reason we lost. The reason we lost, we didn't take care of the basketball. We didn't shoot it well. We didn't make free throws. Uh, we weren't very smart at times. Uh, just did some boneheaded things that we'll learn from. We'll get better. We'll get those other kids back and can get them back in the mix. That's going to be huge. And so uh, at the end of the day, things things will be fine and life will move on and you'll learn from your mistakes and, and, and see what you got to correct. We're speaking with Monterey coach uh, Linus Martin about the season opener on Thursday night at Wartburg as Monterey dropped an 80-78 to overtime decision. Coach, I heard you mention the word resilient. Your team battled back from 17 points down in the second half to tie this thing and send it into overtime. And despite all, were you proud of the resiliency your team did show on Thursday night? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, if you told me these are the kids, time and we can come back, I'd say you're probably crazy. Uh, but what they do provide is they, they'll do anything for you. They'll give you what they got, whatever it is, and, and they'll play extremely hard. It won't be the greatest at times from a skill point. Uh, they, athletically, they give you everything they got. They'll get on the floor for loose balls. Uh, just sometimes we got to be a little bit smarter uh, with the ball. I thought we didn't share the ball well and definitely didn't finish well around the rim. Missed a lot of shots. Uh, but 
they could have gave up and folded and went to the house and decided to, to mail it in. Uh, but you know with me, as long as you've known me, Tom, we can't do that. We won't let them do that. We'll fight to the end. And, and Degum almost pulled it out last night, which would I told him would have been special. But, you know, we weren't the better team all night probably. Uh, I thought we played harder than them. Uh, and it made it hard on us, something we definitely got to get better at. And I got to coach it better and get them to do things a lot better. But proud of the kids and their effort. And we'll bounce back today and get ready to go to play Coffee County and Lighthouse Christian at Coffee County. Well, Coach, we wish you a lot of luck in those two big games today. I know you'll be looking for a bounce-back effort from your team after a tough uh, game on Thursday night. And uh, good luck to the Monterey Wildcats throughout the course of the 2021-22 regular season. We'll talk about the Van Buren County boys basketball team when we come back to the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. The Van Buren County Eagles lost their season opener Tuesday night at Saudi Daisy 65-48. Coach Dustin Sullivan joins us on the hotline this morning. Coach, what are some of your takeaways from the season opener? Uh, well, I mean, I thought we played tough. Saudi shot it really well, so uh, credit to them for that. Uh, we were a little bit undermanned, uh, missing a, a couple of guys, uh, one starter and probably our sixth or seventh man off the bench. One was sick, and one just got his wisdom teeth cut out. So uh, we weren't as deep as we, uh, as we planned to be moving forward when those guys get back but you can't make excuses i mean we knew what we had going in and uh and saudi just played better than us what have been some things that have stood out that your team is doing well but yet maybe some things that you still need to work on before you get into district play uh well we we really put an emphasis in the off season on just putting up a ton of shots uh gave them a goal back in the spring of trying to uh shoot 150 shots a day and uh, had quite a few of them that, uh, at least according to what they put down on paper, met that. So, so we have quite a few guys that it, it, at least are telling me that, that between the spring and now have, have, have shot about, have shot over thirty thousand shots. So uh, we, um, in in practice now at least, I have thought we have shot it well. We shot it well in the scrimmages. Did not shoot it well last night, which would kind of surprise me. But I, I do think that they put a lot of work in in the off season uh, shooting the basketball because up to this point since we've gotten started, I felt I feel like the results have been there and and, and we've shot it well as a group. Uh, we still need to uh, defense has got a, got a long ways to go. Uh, we're we're not very good defensively right now, but uh, that's where you know we will have to. Uh, I, I think our rebounding was pretty tough. Uh, we, we we've been pretty tough I think across the board. Uh, so far physically need to get a little bit more mentally tough coach you lost four seniors from last year's team but you've got a good solid nucleus back this year talk about some of the players who you expect to step up and be leaders for your club both on and off the court uh well john allen is a uh, a senior point guard who is getting some small college offers some nai and division three stuff so uh and he was the uh, he's a returning district player of the year so we expect a lot out of him going to put a lot on his shoulders all all of our seniors uh are going to have roles to play taylor hillis and adam simmons are going to get a lot of minutes uh all, all three of those guys are starters john allen taylor hillis and and adam adam just brings uh, a level of toughness that we didn't have before uh he decided to come back out and play basketball last year as a junior he had, he had not played since fifth grade uh on a school team decided last year he wanted to come back out and play and 
since the minute he put the uniform back on, he the the toughness has risen to a new level. So uh, you know that's what he's going to bring. Taylor is just he's pretty steady. You know, probably the the number one captain on the team. He's been a part of our school program here since since third grade. He's the the oldest, most tenured, experienced guy uh, in the program, and and just a kid that that as a coach you can just trust. So you know. Trust all my seniors. Uh, we are going to play a lot of juniors and seniors. Uh, have a couple of underclassmen uh, that will get into the mix. Garen Lewis is a sophomore point guard uh, who's been starting for us since the summer, and uh, and, and I think he's going to have a, a big year as well. We're talking to Van Buren County boys head basketball coach Dustin Sullivan here on the high school playbook. Coach, as you look at this team, what one characteristic do you like most about this team, be it a chemistry or, or what really stands out to you? Uh, well, I do think the guys um, enjoy being around each other. Uh, I, I do think that we have, have good, solid chemistry. They're a fun group to be around, don't have a, uh, a lot of concerns as far as trusting them if they're not, like, within my eyesight. You know, I feel, I feel like I've got a good group that I can send out places and, and, and that they will represent that uh, the, the VB logo uh, well and, and, and put a good product on the floor. So I do, I do think the chemistry is something that um, that at least to this point ha- has has been a strength for us. Van Buren County with a couple of Hall of Champions matchups this afternoon with Sale Creek and Cannon County. Coach Dustin Sullivan, good luck in those games and good luck to your team throughout the rest of the season. Hey, I appreciate that very much. Thank you guys for all you do. Big thanks to our guests today, Cookville Lady Cavs coach Jamie Gillis, Upperman head football coach Adam Kane, also Clay County boys coach Rob Edwards, DeKalb County girls coach Danny Fish, Monterey boys coach Linus Martin, and their Van Buren County head basketball coach Dustin Sullivan. Check out an interview with Jackson County girls head basketball coach Jim Brown online at ucsportsnation.com. For our studio producer, Will Hearn, and our on-site producer, Franklin McCarthy, For the High School Playbook at Chick-fil-A in Cookville, I'm Tom Duggan saying so long to next week. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action online now. UCSportsNation.com.